Podcast City Network. Hi everyone, I am your host, Mark the Shark Retorto, and welcome to the Mark the Shark MMA Show, where every week we talk about the wonderful sport of MMA. To me, we will review the most recent and upcoming events in MMA news. In each episode, the format may be changed, but you will always be entertained. There will be special interviews with special guests, along with special insights on the sport from our guest hosts. Also, check out our Facebook page for news and updates on future episodes. Also, we appreciate donations from our listeners to keep our podcast up and running. You can make a donation by clicking on the Click the Support button found at anchor.fm slash Mark the Shark MMA Show. And that's Mark spelled with a C and not a K. We are also looking for guests who want to be on the show and sponsors who want to advertise their product and brand on the show. For more information, contact me on the Mark the Shark MMA Show Facebook page. Page. Also, for a plug-in, if you're looking for a good action thriller suspense novel, check out a book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. You can find it on both Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. It is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobooks format on Amazon.com. and paperback version only on BarnesandNoble.com. And the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. For a good book for your kid to read, check out I Am a Survivor or Invisible Girl, written by a little 11-year-old girl by the name of Christina Retorta. She has her books in Kindle and audiobook format and paperback format on Amazon.com and paperback format on both Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. And a hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. Okay, everyone, keep on listening. We'll be back shortly after this break. It's Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything with Me podcast, and you're listening to Mark the Shark MMA Show. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash MMA show. And browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title for free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash MMA show. Alright guys, we're back. And now is the time for you guys to learn how to make money. Now, you can easily make money by listening to this podcast by downloading an app called PodCoin. You either your Android phone or your tablet or your iPhone or your tablet. And it's fairly simple. For each podcast that you listen to, you earn points. And then you can redeem those points for either Amazon or Starbucks. Or you can even donate it to charity. Now... By listening to my podcast and using this special promo code called MMA Show, that's the promo code MMA Show, you will get 300 pod coins just for signing up and using my code. 
Again, it's MMA Shell, and the app is called Podcoin. You can get it from, if you have an Android um, device, you can go to the Google Play Store. If you have an Apple device, you go to the uh, Apple Store. All right, guys, we'll be back. All right, guys, we're back on the show, and today we have a very special guest, MMA fighter, Andy the Golden Boy Perez. How you doing today, Andy? Hey, man, I'm doing fabulous. How you guys doing? Good, good. Welcome to the uh, Mark the Shark MMA show. (laughs) Thank you for uh, having me, man. Yeah. Yeah, uh, guys, we had a little technical difficulties, but uh, we're we're ready to rock and roll right now. Um, Yes, sir. Yeah. So, Andy... Um, what was the uh, first martial art that you got started in? Oh, I was my actually my first martial art that I got started in was WWE. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm being I'm being a hundred percent real. Um, <clears throat> I I would just watch video. That was my babysitter Mon- Monday Night Nitro and uh right or Thursday Night SmackDown. And I'm telling you, my my little brother, it's like that. That was the move that I practiced on because I used to hear stories of my dad being a pro boxer and you know being this, you know, great boxer, athlete, wrestler. You know, I thought maybe if if I would be really good in this sport, that my dad would come back. You know, come back in my life. So then um, when I would I would beg my mom, hey, I want to be a wrestler. I want to be a WWE. Um, we actually didn't have no money to do that stuff. And I ran in, I think it was like fifth grade. My, my friend Tyler Martinez, um, his dad and his family has been in the legit collegiate wrestling, I don't know how, for how many years in Arizona. And they said, hey, you want to go? None of this fake wrestling that you do, we're going to show you how to be a good wrestler. And I was like, okay. I get there. Actually, one of the guys knew my dad. And, you know, once you know somebody, they, I guess they knew how good my dad was. They invested in me. And then my mom moved me out to uh, Catalina. It's in uh, Tucson, Arizona. It's pretty much how you guys would say, like, out in the sticks it's all country but nothing filled with mexicans and whites so it's like country mexican rancheros and um they had a wrestling team out there and i showed up at coronado uh actually my friend matt peters and his dad rick were my were my baseball coaches and uh they knew how much i liked it actually matt wasn't a wrestler and he was already wrestling, so they said, hey, next time we go, we'll take you. And I was hooked ever since. So sixth grade. Okay. And then how did you get into uh, mixed martial arts? <laughs> All right. So you know how every wrestler gets fat after uh, after they're done competing? They get, I guess they call it this day in age, the dad bod. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, you know, wrestling all your life, 
from six to senior year. Um, I stopped two years completely just eat fast food. I think it was like in 2008, uh, I was hanging out with this girl and she straight up told me I would date you if you were skinnier. You're really attractive, but you're fat. <laughs> no lie. No lie. I hate, I hate telling the story. I hate telling the story because I'm not my wife. I'm, I moved on. I'm actually the better person. But so in my head, when you're a kid, you're like, okay, what can I, what can I do to change that? Right? Because everyone wants to change when someone tells you something. Because at that time, I think I did like the girl. So I was like, all right, driving around Tucson, Arizona, crying, listening to Usher, sad music. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> and ding, ding, ding. I see a gym, MMA gym, new, new ownership. And, you know, a coach of my high school was Dominic Cruz. Oh, wow. Yes, he was my... Was I don't, he, really, was I don't really like his... Was he, was he fighting up? at the time? No. Oh, at this time, he just started fighting. He was doing Rage in the Cage at this time. And I remember being there when he actually... When Matt Vidal... Uh, was telling them, you know, hey, they opened up this gym. You should go check it out. So I knew that he was going to that gym. And, you know, because I was his wrestling coach, you know, I would be able to finagle my way in more than other people I was thinking. But I get there, and he's already in California, already fighting for the WBC. So I sign up. Four months later, I tell him that I want to take a fight. The gym that I was at was like, no, you're not going to take it. And you got to do this thing. And I already, I already took this, the fight. I already signed the contract. I already did my paperwork. And just me and my cousins and two of my friends that were going there were like, you know what? This is our dream. This is what we want to do. We're not going to let no one tell us no. If we're going to fight, we're the ones getting in. We're just not going to use their name. So we made some like name like, Los Three Amigos Academy. Uh-huh. Take the, we take the fight. Uh, one of the guys does uh, pulls out, and I don't know if you guys know him, but he's actually always in Dominic Cruz's corner. His name's Nick Piemont. Uh, no. so Nick Piemont was with was with us, and my other boy Manny and me. We take the fight. We both win. And um, that's that's when I met my angel that night that actually, like, made me to the person I am today. And that was April 25th, 2009. He actually fought on my card. I don't know if he was just trying to sell me something or trying to get me to go to his gym, but the conversation me and him had, Joey Rivera, my head coach now, was just like, hey, fool, I saw you fight. Hey. Come to my gym, man. I'll make you into a champion. You know, you got what it takes. You got those cojones. I trust me. Just listen to me. I got you. Well, that Monday morning, I signed up. Um, June 
27th of 2009, I, t- I signed up with him on a fighting globe and man, we've been kicking it ever since. Yeah. You know, that's, that's when you, a little bit about left. your first fight. I mean, oh. were you nervous at all? Like, how, how, how did you win the fight? Was it by knockout, by choke, or just uh, armbar? Actually, I got the fight of the night that day too. Um, really? I, I went in, you know, being a wrestler. But one thing people people don't know is in my neighborhood that I grew up with. You know, there's the Mexicans. And then there was, I would say, the rich, upscale kids. And, you know, when there was always issues. And we always did, on early out days, we did Tuesday night fights where the school goes, we meet in like a desert and everyone fights. I was always that kid because I had a kid that pushed me into it. So when fighting, like I... Yeah, I, I think I get nervous because I don't want to let people down. But when it's time to fight, like I don't get nervous. If anything, that's that's my that's like you drinking a beer when you feel comfortable and relaxed, or you're doing something that makes you feel really good that you have to do before you go to sleep. Anything. That's how I feel when I'm in the cage. Like I feel like that's I belong there, and. I only feel that for those 15 minutes and nothing can compare to how I feel. So yeah, no, I don't get nervous fighting. Tell me a little bit. I get nervous. Tuesday night fights. So you guys meet up with like a bunch of other guys and go at it. So it would be pretty much. So you got your crew, right? Your group of friends that you hang out with. Uh I got mine and we get there. But all right, well, we're going to put, this kid, well, the, the main, we would call it, how we call it set up now, the main event was my friend Raul Rocha and this kid named Rico. And, you know, they're the two British kids. But before that, they wanted someone. And this kid came up to me. His name is, uh, actually, he, he pretty much called me out. His name's, uh, I know him to this day. He actually lives behind me. Uh, Kyle, Kyle Dugan. He came up to me and was like, no, I'm going to fight you. Me and you. And in my, I'm not going to lie to you. At that time, I was like, oh, hell no, I'm not fighting you, man. You're big. No, you're one of the coolest kids on camp or on at school. You uh, have a reputation of beating people up. No, I'm good. But no, my friend wrote. I say my big brother, Raul Rocha, he pulled me aside. He exact words, Andy, you're not going to be a, you're going to go out there and you're going to fight him. He's like, it's just like when I pick on you or all your cousins pick on you. They don't got what he got. He's like, trust me, you're a fighter. And I remember just being so nervous at that time. And then, and then ever since then, it was like, is Andy going to fight? Is Andy going to fight? So, it's been like that since I was a kid. Even in my back, in my front yard, people were known for Andy always wanted to fight. It was, I guess it was just in my DNA. Oh, wow. Now, you're you're a pro fighter now or still amateur? Yeah, I'm pro, man. I'm pro. I, I'm probably going to have one of the weirdest talked about careers in my life, man. Like, I'm... You have a lot of amateur fights or... 
I actually I went I went I went eight and zero as an amateur. Okay. But but hold on. What do you consider what what do you consider an amateur fight though? Well <laughs> I I know I know there's some guys like how can I say this? I know there's some fights that people have like that are called like they, they're like not really on record. You know, they just have like like my friend fought in one where like, it was actually like at a restaurant in Brooklyn. Believe it or uh, not. Wow. <laughs> and he got oh. I mean you're consider it's technically you're considered pro if you're paid, but I guess I should let me rephrase it. When did you start fighting pro and like at recognized organizations? I, I mean, there's guys that fight and there's like. Then it was my first fight. My first fight. My first fight. My first fight in 2000. Then I've never had. All right, because I know now when you have amateur fights now, mm-hmm. they have headgear and shin pads, right? Some organizations now. That have legit amateur fights. Okay. I see that on on YouTube. Some I forgot what the organization is do it. They or sometimes they just wear shin pads and big gloves. No, I've been fighting normal gloves, nothing since my very first fight, and a mouthpiece since two thousand and nine of April twenty fifth. Okay. And so what was the uh, and those, organization you fought in then? Uh, those were uh, WFF okay. and Uptown Fights. Okay. And the only difference, the only difference between my fight and the pro fight was they got paid. We did the exact same thing, same rules, everything. Really? Yes, sir. Wow. So when did you start making money? Like, what was the first organization you started fighting for? Uh, for Uptown, they actually moved. They, they're the ones that made me pro. Uptown Fighting, it's a uh, actually that 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 I wish that organization would have kept running because it's a in Arizona. There's a lot of small towns, so he picked the small town and he got all the small towns around it. So it, it did pretty good. Um, that was in uh I want to say 2011, and then 2012. And then thirteen, fourteen, I took a break. I I went downhill. Okay. Was it like health yeah. reasons, or you got injured, or? Uh, stupid, just stupid teenagers. I was, I was, how do I say? I got, I, I bit into my own hype. I went eight, I went eight and zero as an amateur, four and zero as a pro. You know, I mean, I'm. I was a part of the, uh, I, I hate it because, but with me, you're going to get the truth, man. Um, the epidemic area, I got, I was, I was part of that for a little bit. So I, I got into, to some pretty bad drugs for, for a while. And, uh, I tried to, I went to prison for it. Oh, uh, okay. And then, and then, how did you pull yourself back out? Was it through the martial arts or the mentality of martial arts? The fact that I want, you know, how I told you pretty much that that cage is my heaven. 
Yeah. Like that's where I feel in peace. Yeah. Well, I ne- I needed to get back to my heaven. That's what was in my head. Every time I was on that yard and, you know, thank God, I'm not saying prison is the best place. Mm. But, you know, in every heart, there's always a great person. And I'm lucky enough that I found one person in there that saw something was like, no, this kid is not coming back. He took me under his wing after I told him my story. He made me do these workouts that I didn't want to do. So when I went in, I went in, when I caught my case, I went in at 267 pounds, right? Yep. And that's in, that was in 2013. How much did you go up to? 267. And what's your weight now? Well, what do I fight at or what do I walk around at? Both. What do you walk around at now? Uh, 153. Holy shit. And then, and when that girl said that you, you would be more attractive and if you lost weight, how heavy were you then? Oh, I was uh, 222. And how tall are you? I'm 5'9". Oh, shit, dude. Wow, that's a big yeah. drop. You went from 260 yeah, well, and you walk around at 155 now? Yeah, and I used to fight at that time. When I dropped down from 222, I fought at 175, 185. And I'm telling you, when I looked at that weight, I looked like, and I'm not trying to be funny, but this is what people told me. I look like that guy in Nacho Libre, you know? <laughs> now, now what, what do you fight at, 135? Yes, sir. I'm, this is, I fought three times this year at 135. Wow. Now, what's the organization you're fighting for now? I think I saw it online. I just... It's, uh, oh man, I got blessed. Um, like I said, um, uh, man, all that hard work, and you know, I got, I got signed to Combate America. That's it. It's That's one. It. It's the it's the it's the big it's the best uh, Latin America, and I'm they're gonna take over the United States. So where do they, they fight? They fight in Arizona or you go down to Mexico? Like where did a lot of their fights held at? Well, what, what they're taking is right now, well, I fought in Arizona in my backyard, Tucson. But they go to Texas, uh, California, uh, all over California, um, Puerto Rico, all over Mexico. And I think they went to Peru and so mm. and they just signed Tito Ortiz so oh he's fighting with, he's gonna fight over there Tito Ortiz yes sir now do they stream their fights or, Sorry, I can't watch, hear what? or is it like you can watch it on their website for free I went on their website and noticed that the uh, the guy that runs it used to work for the UFC I yes I think he was the old, he was the first producer <laughs> Scott Camp Scott Campbell. Okay. Yes, sir. Great man, man. Great, great. That's what that's one thing I wish all these organizations would take take with this kid with what Scott Campbell's doing. And uh because and this is just me speaking. This is this is how he makes me feel. And everyone in that organization, all the top guys, celebrities. Like when you get there, 
just them saying, hey, thank you for being here. Man, you don't know how much that means. And he does that to all his fighters. I don't care he's doing it just to do it, but it still pays a lot. And then, you know, once if he likes you, he has you come back. He doesn't care about your record. Like, if you put on an exciting fight and you fight, I guess how he says it, you fight like a Mexican <laughs> or a, a Latino, he has you come back. Like, he's a, he's a good guy. You know how you have all these other people cutting you because you lost two straight? Yeah. No, yeah. man. I've, she used to I've lost like two If you lost two or three fights, you, they would cut you. Yeah. And, you know, he sees that, yeah, I lost by splits. But he got, he also saw that I put on a fight and he had me come back. So all power to him, man. Him and and his his guy that doesn't get a lot of props. I'm probably gonna fuck up his name. Uh, Mike Auschwitz. Okay. Michael Michael Auschwitz. It's uh, Mike the man. And then you know Alberto Del Rio is pretty cool too. Nice. And then, so tell me a little bit more about the fight that you, you got coming up. Oh, man. Um, so I'm going to be fighting uh, October 11th in Tucson, Arizona for Combate. And the opponent's not signed yet. But it doesn't, to me, it, it doesn't really matter who it is. Like, I train, I, I, I don't have camps. I don't really take days off. My wife has to beg me to take days off. And, you know, sometimes that's a little struggle because I, I want, I want, I want this belt so bad. And, you know, when you want something bad enough and you're going to do whatever it takes. So, but I also know recovery takes is part of, is part of it. So I've already fought three times this year and we what, Month six. Mm. Yeah. So what do you, you take a break? Are you taking a break now or are you just lightening your training and then you're gonna gear it up as you get close like maybe I don't know. Well you're fighting this when's your fight in October, right? October. Yeah. Well, um I actually I wanna say take a break, but I did cut down my training to like twice, three times a week. Okay. And then you instead, of every, instead of every day like I usually do. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm just I'm still running, and then um, I like this week I went Tuesday, and then I'm going back right now because I have my kids class that I'm teaching, and then I think not this week next week I actually volunteer at a Triangle Y Ranch Camp where I'm a camp counselor that I've been going since I was a kid. And I actually got to start helping out. Okay. So I I volunteer my whole week to that. And yeah, that's what I got so far. Do you do a lot of stand up or is it mostly grappling on your off season or Oh, that that's see, man, everyone says, Oh, well, I do strictly jujitsu like I but the the camp that I or the camp the school that I go to with my professor Joey Rivera, like we do that basically. It's like one thing he told me that 
stuck to me. It's like, that's why you always have to work on your striking. Do 10 minutes of your striking. Then let's do 10 minutes of grappling. Or, you know, when you go to a gym, so you just want to lift your arms? Like, no, you want to lift everything. You want to get everything. That's why people, when they, that's why people hate leg day because they only do it two days a week. If you do work it like 10 minutes gradually, your body's going to get used to that. So we, we do we do everything. It's every day. Like I, I don't have strictly grappling or strictly striking or strictly cardio. Then again, I'm there from nine to I'm his full time fighter, so I'm from there from nine to five. So he has a lot of time to play with me. <laughs> I hear you. All right, guys, we'll be right back to continue this interview after a short break. Good day, everybody. This is Dan Young with Total Wellness Radio, and you are tuned into the Mark the Shark MMA Show. All right, guys, we're back to the show. This is Mark. And to all the listeners out there, we'd appreciate it if you uh, make a small contribution to keep the uh, podcast going. All you have to do is go to anchor.fm mark the sh- slash mark the shark MMA show and click on the support this podcast button. And it's mark with a C and not a K. Again, it's anchor.fm slash mark the shark MMA show. All right, guys, we're back on the show. We have Andy, uh, Golden Boy Perez still on the line. Andy, we were just talking about your your training schedule and the organization you fight with. Now, when you fight with these organizations, are you just tied to that one organization, or can you hop around to different organizations? Well, before I was I was a lost boy. I was uh just trying to. I guess I was just trying to find a home, right? Yeah. I didn't get like. You know, after I after I uh after I told you when I did my downfall, after every downfall, you know, there was always an uphill battle. Mm-hmm. And my battle to climb that ladder was strong because like I said, my coach Joey, he he sat down with me, we had a great talk, brought me back into it, we did what I gotta do. And he just told me, just stay ready, just keep coming. And, you know, your time will come and, you know, in every, in everybody's eyes, they want to be UFC, right? That's that, I guess that's the goal. Yep. UFC when you're a kid, that's because kids don't know about all these locals. They don't know. They just see what they see on TV and the only organization they see on TV. Well, they see more now, but it's, it was the UFC. Yep. And, um, Man, I was just like, all right, cool. Got my first fight back in 2017, 2017 in November. Mm-hmm. And now I was like, oh, yeah, after that performance, someone's going to call me. Well, no. So then I was just bouncing around locals, just looking, looking. Then uh, I got called by a combate. And they had me come back. I would say at first I was just a free agent. You know, whenever they came back, they called me. And, of course, you know, they called me. I'm ready. 
And this time they said that they were going to sign me. So I guess that means that I'm just able to fight with them. But before that, I was able to fight for whoever, whenever I wasn't under contract with nobody. So, yeah, I was able to hop around, make money. Did they give you, they give you an X amount of fights on a contract, um, like five fight, three fight contract? or? Yeah, that I haven't. That's that's uh, with my team, uh, Coach, my Professor Joey, and, you know, he's the one that handles that, him and his wife, Nicole. They're the, they're the one because let's. I'm I'm honest. If they give me a contract with a hundred dollars, I'm gonna do it because I'm a fighter. Like I don't do I don't do this for the money. I don't. But I still have to do this, and I still gotta get paid for what I'm worth. I would settle with anything because I'm a fighter. That's why I have. The people that I have are like, no, this kid's worth way more than that. Why are you trying to lowball him just because you know he'll say yes? Mm. A lot of people take advantage of us like that because a lot of us have that fight mentality. Like, I don't give a, I just want to show what the world I'm about. Mm. Now, do you have any aspirations to go to a bigger show like in the future or? No, actually, I feel like in my heart, I I have a feeling Combat is gonna do what they to make it right, and they're gonna take care of me. Like I I don't have nothing to worry about. Like I'm I'm fine. It's just like I bought a new house. That's how I feel. Like I got a home. I got a beautiful wife that supports me more than anything. And um, I got my kids, and you know, I'm just happy to be. I don't have to go look for fights no more. They just come and ask me now. <laughs> yeah, that's always good, right? Yeah, that's that's way better, man. Like I don't, I don't have to stand on side of the corner with my thumb out saying, "Pick me, pick me." <laughs> I'm done. Then I pay, I paid my dues, man. I'm, I'm, I call myself the attitude. I'm, I'm with that kid with the attitude era, like with the kids that went in when it was like still old school, but they were already moving to a different era. Like I was that kid. Like I got to see how the old schools train. I got to see, I've seen Don Fry train. I seen my coach Joey Rivera train. I seen Drew Fickett train. Um, George Roop, Ed West, like the old school cats. Like I was, I was there. I was their their little guy. I w- I was their little homie, the one that, you know, they made sure. But I also got to see how they trained. And now I got to see how the new generation change train. So I got the best of both worlds. Now, how does it work for training? Does your coach let you train for free as long as you fight for them? Or do they give you, like, a break on the training fees? Like, how does that work? Do you teach there? Like, how do you work that out? Well, as what I understand right now, it's because I've I've been on a two-year hiatus where I've just been strictly nothing but training for straight two years. You know, I'd have a day off one day, but that was even pretty rare. Um, Now, after we got signed, I feel like he kind of let down the reins and he's like, you know, my my fight, I think he's seen it. He's like, because he hasn't been bothering me. Usually he'll text me. Hey, how you doing? Right now, he's just like, 
if he shows up, he shows up. He's not, he's not pulling that range. He's letting me do what I want now because he knows that I'm still going to wake up. Even if I don't go to the gym, I'm still going to wake up and do my three miles before my wife goes to work or going to work. So it's, nothing changes. He still knows I'm still going to go in the back and I guess I'm just not going a hundred percent. So, but right now he's, I'm, I'm on uh I would say leave pay sick time, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, when it comes to training, do you prefer to strike? Do you like more striking or do you prefer to do more grappling? Ah, man. I, I like, I, I, I like when we have this, it's called, I call it touch butt. It's like MMA. It's pretty much MMA, like, but you're going really light. That's my favorite type because we still roll and we still have the punches. Um, but if you make me pick pick one, I would have to say I'm a. I like grappling because I'm just so goofy and my body bends ways that people don't expect. But I also got that Latino blood where I do love that slugfest. So I don't know, man. And my dad was a pro boxer. Can I just pick MMA? Yeah, I guess, yeah. Like, Have yeah, you ever I, I really. About going into boxing, like, to do that as well as MMA or no? Yeah, we roll MMA. That's what we do. Like, when we. When, no, no, and I, mean, I also. Like, do some professional boxing matches for a, for a Oh, if I had a pick, oh, I would probably pick a professional grappling match because, you know, I don't have to, I don't have to get hit in the head. Getting hit in the head sucks. <laughs> it does. Like, it. There's nothing good about it. Yeah. Now, do you have any sponsors now? Um, yeah, I do. I do have, actually, I have a lot of family that, like, are my sponsors that don't even want nothing. So, shout out to them. All my family that gives my momager money so I could train. Um, and that's my mom and my manager because, you know, she's the, she's the one that, she's actually sells all my tickets, her and my her and my wife are the hustlers. Mm. So they're uh Angela and Mercedes Perez, my number one sponsors, and Ana Daniela. Those are my family sponsors, but um I got a Burger King. I got uh I'm trying, I'm trying to get my so I don't mess this up. I'm so sorry. Uh, Jesse, Jesse's Auto. Uh, I got the Reynolds family. I got Putney's Pit. Uh, Tony's Professional Mobile Mechanics Service. Uh, the Luke families. Uh, Big Bears Garage Services. My brother's Barbershop. That's uh, the men's room in Tucson, Arizona. Hit that up. Um, Eva, Eva's Party Rentals. 
um, team prep and team bowl. And uh, my family's restaurant, Carlotas, and then uh, cactus overhead garage doors. And those are just like from my local town. Like all those business, all those businesses are small town businesses that like are my neighbors that actually got lucky and opened up a little thing. So I, I give them full support. Catalina is, is a great community. So. Now, do you follow which organization? Is there any outside your organization? Is there any uh, particular MMA organization that you follow a lot? You follow like just the UFC, or you follow? Belichick? Oh man! Oh, I'm a big, I'm a big. When I mean big fan, I'm like a big fan of any organization. Like I follow, I follow CFC up where you guys are at. Um, I actually, you're in the East Coast, right? Yep, yep. I actually fought for P, uh, I think, uh, PA. Uh, it was, it was in, uh, Pennsylvania? I fought in Pennsylvania under some organization, PFA. I fought some cat named Jimmy Jordan out there. I still follow them. Like, anything I see live on my Facebook or on Instagram, I'm, I'm also the kid that buys UFC Fight Pass, The Zone, like LFA, like all those. I watch that because all those kids are in my competition. We're all working to be in the in the best organization. So eventually, the best is going to be in the best. And I watch that, and I'm like, okay, that's that. I could fight that guy. I could fight that guy, and I could fight that guy. I'm going to study this guy. Like I'm really obsessed like that when it comes to stuff like that. You could ask my wife, my kids. I watch my fights over and over. I listen to Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh, I love Brandon, Joe. I love Brandon Schaub. Like all those, like those are the people I expire that that I like and I look up to because I seen they were in the same path that I'm going, and I see where they're at now. So, and I listen to them, Chael Sonnen too. That guy, that guy's that guy. One of his podcasts is the reason I was able to turn my life around. He, one of it, you guys should listen to. It's how he got into the UFC. He was yeah. just ready at that moment. Always be ready because you never know. This is, this is the life. You never know when your cards are going to get dealt, and that's why I stay ready. And that's why my coach tells me to stay ready. And I'm trying to show that to my kids. So when they get there their road is a lot easier than mine. Yeah. You know what I'm doing today when I get off the phone with this podcast interview? Probably uh, watching some UFC fights. Yeah, man. Today's was, yeah. was I got, I, I'm married and I got four kids. So I don't, my wife and my kids are out of the house today. So I got what I call a me day. Everything I do today is for me. Got to watch uh, Bellator today. Actually, it's UFC first. I think they got the prelims at four, and then I watch uh, Bellator at night. Yeah, like a lot of MMA. I'm looking forward to. Did you see uh, Bellator last week? Uh, with uh, Dale Dunn. Uh, yeah, actually, I'm. Um, with Warren McDonald, Gracie, yeah, and then uh, Leota and Chael. And yeah. Dylan Dennis, I watched yeah. that one. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. What'd you think of that show? I think I kind of like that Grand stuff that they're doing. Which guy? I kind of like that Bellator is doing this Grand Prix tournament thing. I do like that. Hey, hey, Combate doing stuff like that too, though. They do it the Combate Cup. Oh, they but do. They do it, but they don't do it. They don't do it like Bellator does it. They do it like kind of like PFL does it. So one day, you know, one one round, one round, then a two rounder. Oh, or, three, or, or a three rounder. Okay. So, oh, so you follow the PFL like, as well, then, right? Oh man, I'm telling you, I'm not only am I, uh, I wouldn't say I'm a fanboy. I say I'm I'm an actual student of this game because. All those people fighting, I have, I, I could have a chance to fight them, right? True. Uh, it's a, it's a slim chance, but you never know. What happens if I get the call and they get signed to the organization, or what happens if I work my way up to be the best of the world? Then they want to come fight me over here in Combate. Mm. Now so that's how I look at it. Yeah. Now in Combate, who's the current uh, champ at your club? At your weight class, uh, Gustavo Lopez, and yes, I've I've seen him twice, and I've told him, you know, even though the two two times I've seen him, I lost. I always tell him I'm still coming for that belt. I'm still coming for that belt, like even though my losses and they're split lot. Like you watch the fight, you'll be like, okay, like after you get this done, look me up, Andy Perez versus David Duran. It's on YouTube. Look it up. Then you could even inbox me and tell me, okay, or you know what? It was close. You did good performance, but I still give it to the other guy. I'm cool with that. But you'll look at that fight. You'll look at that fight and be like, okay, I'm I'm a fan of this kid. Like I'm a fan of Andy Perez. <laughs> now, Andy, the current champ. What's his record, man? I want to. Oh, if I had to top top of my head, maybe seven and three, ten and three. Oh, okay. So he's not on beat. Now, how many fights do you, let's say he stays the camp, how many fights do you need to get to fight for that belt? Shoot. I don't know, man. Depends on, depends on how the promoter is looking at it. What happens if I get this my next October 11th? Yeah, you win that. Say, say I win that. And you know what happens if something like Aliquinta comes comes, you know the Aliquinta blessing. You yeah. just be there, and that guy pulls out, and I'm happy. They need a 135er. Maybe that um maybe that happens. But if everything by the book, I say maybe two or three fights. But okay. what? But how two three fights? But how the world works? You never know. What happens if I win the next one or? What happens if they need a last-minute fight because someone pulls out and they pull me in? Or they pull me in for the number one contender or say they do that tournament again and they need somebody, they put me in. There's my chance. Now, the guys I'm, a, I'm a dreamer. Now, so. right? Like right now, you don't know who you're fighting. No, sir. Now, I'm assuming they're going to let you know soon. Now, do they do any marketing? Like, you like, are you guys going to be like doing like press conferences? And then, see, or- I don't know. 
I would I would love to, I would love to do some press conferences. I would love to to do that stuff. But I don't know if uh, Combate is doing that yet. But hey, the way the way that they're moving right now, I wouldn't be surprised they start doing conferences like that, like where they know who's gonna fight where and stuff like that. Because they're they're popping, man. But remember, Rome wasn't b- b- built overnight. So, but. If they do, I will. I will definitely be doing press conference myself, be selling myself because that's what you got to do. Yeah. Now, do you find that you try to like um, get yourself like training like some kind of animosity between you and your opponent in order to fight them, or you just or you don't have any animosity to the guys you're fighting? Um, I actually have no clue. Um. Huh. No, I don't. I don't. I, I don't. All I know is that they just told me I'm not fighting until October 11th. That's okay. No, but I'm saying, well, like in general, when you're getting ready for a fight, let's say you know the guy you're fighting. Yeah. Let's say it's uh, Brad Smith or something like that. Do you try to find yourself? All right, I'm gonna make myself angry at this guy so I can get into the fight ring with him and fight him. You know, uh-huh. fighters, they try to, like, I guess they try to, like, mentally formulate some kind of an anger towards the guy they're fighting. And I haven't. Uh, I, I came from a Mexican background where, you know, that's you and your cousin. There's always seven cousins at your grandma's house, and you're always fighting. And you learn how to love. And I'm able to turn that switch. Like, I'm able to, ah, man, how do I say this? When I, when I get in my fight mode, I'm able to switch to where I hate that guy because that's that's how you fight, and that's why when you see me fight, I'll be talking or I'll be laughing because I'm in, I'm the one in there fighting, so I could do whatever I want. So sometimes I am really mad when I fight in there, and it's not it's not a front. It's just that I'm able to I'm able to go back to my past life and switch that on, and all that stuff that makes me angry that brings the reason. Why I fight, it turns it on. So yeah, like when I fight, I I fight like a thug. Like I, I'm I'm ready in there for a fight. Like when you go in there, you'll you you'll see it. You see it in my demeanor. Like I got a I got a little bit of differentness when I fight. Like you could tell I've, I I'm fighting with my heart. And yeah, I hate every from that moment till I sign that contract. So. What did you say, Brett Smith? Yeah, I hate fucking Brett Smith till that day. <laughs> I hate him. Like, I don't want nothing to do with him. You know, yeah, I'll be cordial with you if we have to be at the press conference. But if you start dogging me, you best believe I'm going to be dogging you back. Or, you know, like, yeah, okay, cool. Let's shake hands. Like, like the DS says, let's, you know, whatever. Like, I don't really want to shake your hand. We're about to fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they wanted to be a sport, but but then again, sir, I'm the one going in the cage, right? So my feelings is the only one that matters to myself. So I don't really care when people tell me, oh, calm down, calm down. No, I'm not going to calm down because this is what I need to do to get myself in this ready to fight because I'm going in there fighting. When, when, when we... Even when I set up the Tuesday night fights back then, 
I still hated that guy. Like when I found out I was about to fight that guy, I was like, no, I'm not going to be cool with you till after. Like no, no handshaking, nothing because it's a fight. Like the only, the the only thing separating us is we have a commission that stops us from actually doing more damage that we can do to the person. Cause imagine if I didn't want to let go of a choke and I got into somebody, I come on. That's how I look at it. Like I look like it, like I'm in the gladiator days. Like I'm, I'm fighting. And look, as soon as, as soon as it's over, I get to go back to my family and I made money doing the thing that I love. So it's like, all right, cool. We we can shake hands now, man. Cause I'm getting paid. So, you know, all power to you. Like, I, like this last fight, David Duran, he, before the fight, I couldn't stand the guy. I didn't want nothing to do with them. But after, you know, I I got signed. I can't hate the guy that made me get signed because he gave me the fight of my life. Like, it was two dance partners. Like, I went and cr- congratulated him. Hey, bro, thank you so much. Even though you got the win, thank you. Because now I got a home. And now I know I got these fights coming. And I'm able to support my family. Like this is everything I asked for, man. It's like this is this is my my dream coming true for real. Yeah. Now, if anybody wanted to get in touch with you, like any of your future, you know, your fans that are following you, or sponsors, or MMA promoters, well, how would they get in touch with you? All right. Uh, actually, I'm really, I'm I'm really friendly. You message me, I message you back because, you know, I was. I've been that kid where I'm like, okay, I want to message this star and yep. never get nothing back. I'm not going to be like that. I won't be that kid that, hey, what's what's up, Michael? Oh, keep keep training, bro. Heads up. You know, give them at least one message back. Um, so it's a Andy Perez on Facebook. On Instagram, it's a Andy88 Perez88 at Gmail dot com same with my twitter account um yeah if you guys want to sponsor me and take a chance on a kid that never gives up man that's been through the been through the ringer um knows what poverty is lived in mexico yes with no running water all that stuff and now i'm being a camp counselor at the ymca i'm trying to be a good role model to these kids because if you don't have a good leader you could have a bad leader and lead these kids to horrible stuff. I don't want that because I was part of that, man. And so take a chance on me and you, I, I promise you guys won't, won't doubt it and won't, won't deny it. And All thank right, you. Guys, for, you heard it. You heard it from oh, hey, one more thing. One more thing. One more yeah. thing. Sorry. Sorry. One more thing. Um, so you know how you have your podcast? Yeah. Um, you know, I, if if you have if you ever want to be on um me and my I want to say we're starting one. I think we're just dibbling, dabbling, trying. We also have one. It's called the Golden Boy, or it's called Salty Ball and Golden Boy Talk. Oh, uh, yeah. it's a podcast. I just do it on my Facebook, and he does it on his iTunes. So it's Salty Ball and Golden Boy Talk. So. Shout out to my boys, Balthazar. Yeah, yeah, you can get. We'll get in touch, you know, offline. 
don't have a problem with that. Everybody listening, this is Andy Golden Boy Perez. Check him out. And uh, what's the name of the organization again? Sorry, what? What's the name of the organization you're fighting for again? Uh, Combate America. Combate America. It's fighting October. Check him out. He's going to be the next rising star in MMA. The 135-pound class. Andy, it was a pleasure having you on the show. Good luck to you in your future, and we hope to see you again soon on the podcast. All right. Thank you, man. Hey, check me out on YouTube, man, and let me know what you think. Oh, I will. I will, man. All right. Hey, guys. Have a, hey, oh, uh, have a great thing. And uh, who do you – real quick, just, just, just to say, because we got off subject, since you're having your meet day, are you going to watch the bare knuckle match? Oh, I just found out about that stuff. That's like the bare knuckle, the bare knuckle boxing, like they have it on YouTube. Yeah, but uh, some some professional boxer, I think his name's Polly something. He's boxing uh Conor McGregor's best friend, uh, Altrum Loboff. Is that on today? Yeah, it's on today. They have three events today. Is that crazy? They have Bellator, UFC, and bare knuckle boxing. How do you get the bare knuckle box? Is that on YouTube? It's on you. You have to pay for it. It's on a. Uh, it's on pay per view. Uh, okay, I look into that. I got to check yeah. that out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, Andy. Have a good one. All right. Thank you. All right, guys. We'll be back after a short break. Have a great day. Yep. All right, guys, we're back to the show. This is Mark. And to all the listeners out there, we'd appreciate it if you uh, make a small contribution to keep the uh, podcast going. All you have to do is go to anchor.fm slash Mark the Shark MMA Show and click on the support this podcast button. And it's Mark with a C and not a K. Again, it's anchor.fm slash Mark the Shark MMA Show. Hey fans, here at Podcast City Network, we have a lot of great shows on all of our great social media outlets, podcastcity.net. Facebook.com slash Podcast City Network. Hit that thumbs up. You can send a tweet to Podcast City Network on Twitter at Podcast City Net. Only on Podcast City Network. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash MMA show and browse the unmasked selection of audio programs. Download a trial for free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audible.com slash MMA show. Why Audible? Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original shows, news, comedy, and more from leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. And if you need a book suggestion, I have two. One is called I Am a Survivor by Christina Ritoro. 
and the other one is written by me, Mark Retorto, called The Cabal. The saga begins. guys we're at the end of our show this is mark retorto i'm signing off and don't forget to follow us on our facebook page it's called the mark the shark mma show and it's mark with a c not a k and also feel free to leave us messages by using the anchor app and also don't forget if you look in the mood for a good action thriller book to buy my book called the cabal the saga begins it's available on amazon and barnesandnoble.com and if you need a good book for your kid get the I Am Survivor book or Invisible Girl book written by my daughter Christina Retorto, also available on Barnes and & Noble and Amazon.com Alright guys I hope you enjoyed the show and continue to listen to our shows every week Thank you <laughs>